Come enjoy the best brews in Tampa Bay at Dunedin Brewery. Known as Florida's oldest microbrewery, they are always working to create a unique variety of craft beers for every taste. In addition, Dunedin Brewery features a full menu, including everything from their famous wings, burgers, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget about their live music, including the Wednesday Night Players Jam. That's Dunedin Brewery, 937 Douglas Avenue in downtown Dunedin. Visit them online at dunedinbrewery.com. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Remember, honey, we don't have to buy anything, so don't, you know, cave into the salesman's pressure. Got it. Okay. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Kurt Jones Autoplex. I am Kurt Jones. I reckon you're interested in a vehicle. Let's pray. <laughs> Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing these customers to Kurt Jones Buick, where the Lord lifts you up and Kurt lowers the prices. Allow them to haggle and negotiate, make sure they get a fair price, but also see that the dealership makes a healthy profit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah. All right, all right. Yes. I'm Jeff. This is my wife, Abby. We're, we're looking for a four-door, like a sedan, maybe. We don't really know, but we, we know we're not ready to buy yet. Okay. <laughs> Dear Jesus. Again? Please help Jeffrey and Abigail find a four-door sedan with power windows. We, we just look at A sunroof. We don't need that. And a six-disc CD changer that comes standard in the Buick Le Monte. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Limited edition? Yep. Jesus wants you to get in that car. Sit in that car. Follow me to the promised land. <laughs> Woo! Reminds me of the book of Psalms. How many are your works, oh Lord? In wisdom you made the Buick Lamonte. I'm sorry, it, it, it says Buick in the Bible? Let me tell you something. God made the Buick and the devil made the import. <laughs> Oh, yes. Feel the leather. Do you feel it? Well, I... Can you feel the lumbar support lifting up your spirits? Do you feel it? Well, I... Can you I... feel the seat warm as warm in your soul? Can you feel it? Do you feel it? Yes! Yes! I feel it! I feel it! Now raise your hands through the optional sunroof and give it up to the Lord! Oh! Praise Jesus! <laughs> hey, we're Jewish! I remember I was tempted once in the back seat of a Lamonte. Testify, sister! Oh. The radio was playing Bell Bantifold. The temptation was all around me. The devil and poison was all around her. But Jesus gave me the will to not fornicate with Chris Reese. Hallelujah! 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 Yes, Abigail, you have given so much to the Lord, and now you shall receive. You shall receive his mercy. You shall receive his glory. You shall receive a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty. Mr. Jones, we're just looking. Well, whoa, whoa, no, 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 honey, honey. We don't even know what the price is. Let me talk to my finance and manager. Okay. Honey. 
Dear Jesus, are there any financing options that will allow Jeffrey and Abigail to purchase this vehicle? Oh, I'm, I'm getting a message. I am getting a message from the Lord. I am getting a message from the Lord. I am getting a message from the Lord. Oh, I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord, and clear. Yes, he's telling me, he's telling me we have 1.9% financing for 24 months. Yes, 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 praise Jesus. She's speaking in tongues, praise Jesus. Save! Your money has been saved! Yes, save! Yes, yes, save! Your money has been saved! Jesus loves the view! Jesus loves the view! Yes, indeed! Jesus loves the view! Jesus out of your Yes, indeed! Yes, yes, we sold another Lamonte! No, we didn't. Well, I shall throw in free floor mats! Now, GPS navigation system. Now, free tank of gas and spinning rims. Oh, praise Jesus. Yeah! And now... Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? Nothing up my sleeve. Crystal! No doubt about it. I gotta get another hat. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Hey, I'm Steve Bignanti from Barrett-Jackson on Speed, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Welcome, you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google, Tantalk1340.com, and you can see me live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreetMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And don't forget, if you missed any of our past shows, go to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the archive page, where you can listen to all 490-plus shows coming up on 500. And we're also coming up on our 10-year anniversary in May, so stick around for that. Yep, 10 years. It's just like, uh, seems like it was just yesterday. But anyway, all right, so we got a great show for you this evening. Uh, wow, we just came off a uh, spectacular week over here in uh, Kissimmee, Florida at the uh, Mecham auction. And naturally, everybody that was paying attention on Friday around uh, 2.45, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they auctioned off the one and only 1968 Mustang. 390 GT fastbacked featured in the movie Bullet, the original Steve McQueen car. Amazing story. It's all online. In fact, if you go to our Facebook page, and if you go to our, I think we have some stuff on Instagram and Twitter possibly as well, you can find out uh, and you can witness some of the live action that took place. It was amazing. And uh, what's real interesting is from a car guy's perspective, the... um, the you know you hear a lot of guy goes ah it was just a mustang you're right it was just a mustang but it was the mustang it was one that was featured in the movie driven by steve mcqueen in 1968 during the movie bullet and bullet has become a cult movie 
and uh, the car has become a cult automobile. And that doesn't that goes without saying because you know you start looking at the Batmobile, you start looking at the Monkey Mobile, you start looking at uh, Gone in sixty seconds, the Eleanor car. Now the original Eleanor car was a seventy three Mustang fastback, it wasn't even a Mach one, it's just a fastback that they grabbed off the lot, got destroyed, fixed. Well, actually, it was kind of busted up quite a bit in the movie, but they actually finished the movie with the car. And that is in the uh, Hilliki Museum in California, I believe. And then, of course, the Eleanor, which is the recreation of the movie um, Gone in 60 Seconds, the Mustang they used, they featured in there, which was kind of like a play on a, on a 67 Shelby. And uh, so you start looking at these cars, and they have these this provenance. And this provenance is significant. And that is really what you're buying. The car is really more than just a car. You're right. It's a 67 Mustang 390 S-Code. Nothing special. Highland Green. In fact, I even had one at one point in time. And uh, and, it, and it was a cool car. And But, you know, I, I, I do appraisals for a living. And I recently did a car... And it's, you can Google it. It's called the Beatles Bentley. And the car appraised for a significant amount of money. But we it was beyond the car. It was pop, all, pop culture. It was iconic. And pop culture, art, um, has no price. I mean, it's priceless. You know, it's like you can't really put a value on it. It's worth what it's worth to somebody who wants it really, really bad. It's like David Gilmore's guitar. And I can't remember what it brought. Some insane amount of money in the millions. Um, Paul Newman's watch, Steve McQueen's watch, anything associated with people like that, these pop icons, uh, bring just amazing amounts of money. So it's taken out of the realm of just being a guitar or a painting or a car or a motorcycle even, because they auctioned off uh, Jim Morrison's motorcycle, which actually was at Meekum a couple years ago. Uh, which was originally owned at one point in time. I shouldn't say originally, but at one point in time, it was owned by Von Dutch, the legendary uh, pinstriper out of California. And Morrison wound up with the car. Apparently, it was titled in his name. So, hmm, speaking of which, uh, the Blue Lady, which was owned by Jim Morrison, and there's rumors that that car may be around. And if it were around, and... You could prove that it was owned by Jim Morrison. Actually, somebody found the pink slip to that car, which is, uh, in California, pink slip is what you would use uh, when you take title to a car. It's kind of like the title, I guess. In fact, in, in the old days, we used to use a drag racing term. We used to go, uh, I race you for pink slips, and that's kind of what it was. So if I won, I got your pink slip, which means I got your car. Uh, or we in Florida, we use the term title to title, or race a title to title. But originally, it was called pink slips. So anyway, that car brought three point. It hammered at three point four million. The auctioneer, I've never seen this before. He actually jumped up on the podium, and there's a video on my uh, website. You can take a look at that. And uh, it was pretty amazing. I was there. Uh, would you call it a Kodak moment? Would you call it uh, um, historic? Yeah, I think that uh, Sean Kernan, who was on our show a couple uh, last month, uh, the owner of the Mustang. Would probably was probably pretty surprised himself, you know, when they unveiled the car and they originally announced that they were going to auction the car off at the press conference in Monterey at Meekum's last year. Um, Dana was kind of eluding that the car could do close to four million dollars, and it did. 
3.4, well, almost. And uh, by the time you figure the juice, you know, which is, juice is a slang term for uh, the fees on top of it. So if they got 10 percent, so 3.4 million plus another 340,000 puts it at 307, $3,740,000. Um, it's a lot of money. And uh, I hope it went to a good home. Nobody knows for sure where it went. It was apparently a phone bidder. I was talking to some people there at the auction, and of course, you know, one of the things that I do is appraisals and pre-purchase inspections and automotive consulting and stuff. And I will say that in Monterey last year, and in Amelia and in Scottsdale, so all last year, the estimates on these vehicles was relatively high. A few of the cars attained the estimate values or the estimated values or the prices that they put on them, and some went over and above them. But the majority of them were soft. Now, keep in mind, this auctions, it's like the stock market. And I kind of parallel it like this. A brokerage firm is a clearinghouse, basically. Well, an auction company is also a clearinghouse for all practical purposes. So look at a car as a commodity, as a stock. It could be pork bellies. It could be IBM stock. It could be Apple stock. It could be, oh, heavens forbid, Tesla. Um, oh, yeah, wait till... Lauren Fix comes on the show. We're going to have, it'll be Tesla bashing day. But at any rate, um, it uh, they're in the business to buy and sell cars, and they're in the business to make money, just like anybody else is. So whether they have an auction company and they're buying and selling, or, you know, people, you know, bidders are buying and selling, and consigners are buying and selling, however which way you want to look at it, so is the auction. So you, it's not uncommon, and I'll probably be ostracized for this, but it's not uncommon and this is the reality that the you may be bidding again uh, against the auction, the house, okay? And the house has every opportunity to buy and sell just like you do. So there's really nothing bad, and there's nothing really good, and there's nothing really wrong with it. That's just the way it is. And so the numbers there on the cars, I will say, and I think the Welburn collection is a good example of it. He had a very rare 1971 Plymouth GTX Hemi car. Four speeds, sunroof, power windows, seats. I mean, it was probably the most loaded, most well, highly optioned GTX in history, apparently, particularly for a 71 body style, which is, you know, not like the 68, 69, or 70 Coke bottle style cars, which we all kind of know, you know, the Roadrunners and GTXs. But this was a GTX, and it wasn't really what I would call a real desirable color. It was kind of a butterscotch, and it was, eh, you know. Didn't, didn't excite me, anyway. But it was a cool car. You had to look at it for the features. But that car brought, it hammered across the block on the stage for $350,000. It's mind-blowing. Boss 429 brought close to $300,000. By contrast, oh, and the 69Z28s, all of them up in the $100,000 range. Mid-year Corvettes, all pushing serious money, breaking the bank, in my opinion. Split windows were probably almost all of them went over three over 100000 uh, Mustangs, and I'm a Mustang guy. I'm a Ford guy. The Shelbys, in my opinion, were soft. Uh, you could have bought a beautiful 69 Shelby. A friend of mine had one there. He was wrapping one. 69 Shelby GT350 automatic air car. Red car, white interior. Beautiful car. Nice, nice car. Probably, uh, you know, on a scale of one, uh, five to one, one being the best, five being so-so, or ten if you want to call it that but it was a really really nice car so i would say it was probably a three plus a two minus i mean it was and the guy that owned the car took really really good care of it the car really had got barely struggled to get to seventy thousand dollars and they dropped the reserve 
Oh, yeah, I will say this. Speaking of reserves, and I know I'm going to get chewed out for this one. Do not, under any circumstances, and this is word to the wise, coming from experience, and I've been on both sides, and people are going to argue about this, but I say, this is my personal belief, my personal opinion, my personal conviction, never, under any circumstances, under any circumstances, drop your reserve. I don't care how hard the grinder is grinding on you, and that's the guy that beats on you while you're there, standing on the stage, either you're the buyer or the seller, there's a grinder, He's grinding on you, and I know a lot of the guys that do that. I'm friends with a lot of them. But I don't think it's right because what's going to happen is if there is real money on the car and somebody really, really wants it, if it goes off the block and the bid goes on, as they say, uh, they will eventually come up to you and say, hey, look, what's it really going to take to buy this car? That's it. It's that simple. And uh, because they always like you to believe – now, this, it's different as in the case with the Mustang, the Bullet Mustang – the car was originally advertised in Road and Track in 1973, and there was a copy of the ad there in 1973 for $3,500. It was even misspelt. It wasn't spelt bullet with an I. It was spelt bullet with an E. And I got to think that back in the day when I was a kid and I was looking for Shelby's, I was in Road and Track every month when that magazine came out. So it's very possible I could have seen that ad. I skipped over it. You know, I'm thinking, eh, it's just a Mustang, 68, 68 Mustang. I probably didn't pay much attention because I'm sure even back then I was smart enough that if you said the bullet Mustang that was in the movie, that would have certainly resonated with me. I would have like, wow, that would be cool. Talk about serious bragging rights. Even back then. Uh, would have I fixed the car up? Probably not because I have a tendency to leave things original. I like that style. That's just me. Um, and that's another issue and another topic for another day because what's happening is you can find more and more people, and particularly there at the auction, you can see it. People were selling really, really, really nicely restored cars. Tommy, you got a question? Yes, I do have a question. In that original ad, no bullet mention? It, it did mention bullet Mustang used in the movie, but it was spelled B-U-L-E-T. So you know, even that, not no interest? No, I mean, that's what's funny, because as you recall, when we had Sean on the radio show, he said that hardly anybody inquired about the car. They were the actual and the only people that actually showed up to buy the car, bought the car, drove it home. And to them, it was another Mustang. It was like, you know, keep in mind, back in the 60s, it wasn't like it was a big deal, you know? Uh, this was even in the early 70s. Now, strangely enough... I can tell you that the first time I went to Barrett-Jackson was probably in the mid-'80s sometime. And, and even then, it was the greatest show on earth. And they were selling a lot of celebrity cars, a lot of cars with provenance. And movie cars and celebrity-owned cars, Gary Cooper, you know, Clark Gable, people like that, um, those cars were bringing decent money. You know? And there was a premium paid for that. Okay, But in this particular case, here's what they did. They said, this car sold not once, but twice, apparently for $3,500. So we will start the bid at $3,500. That's exactly what they did. They said, the bid opens at $3,500. Everybody cheered. The next bid was $500,000. After that, the next bid was a million. It's all a record. Okay, then it just worked its way up to, you know, two, three million. Now, by contrast, they also had the original car that was featured in the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, the Eleanor, the recreation, the 67 Shelby lookalike. And that car stalled at three hundred fifty-four thousand. Dana got on the stage and said, "Hey, look, this car should be worth a million dollars." Okay, and uh, so finally they struggled and they pumped it and they got up to six hundred thousand dollars. Really, that was a seventy-five to one hundred thousand dollar car. So the provenance can play, can make the difference day or night. 
The uh, a car that's got racing history, you know, real authentic SCCA racing history prior to 1972 has provenance. A drag car that's got NHRA history, and there was a Glidden car, there was a Sox and Martin car. There was a couple of recreations of the Little Red Wagon and the Hemi Under Glass. Those were not originals, but they were recreations. Mm, it's hard to put a value on those cars. I mean, you, they basically bought them for what it cost to do the car. But as far as the uh, other cars that were there, the big mid-50s classics, the convertibles, the Cadillacs, the Lincolns, um, foreign cars brought probably market value. I mean, they had an E-Type Jaguar, by contrast, and it struggled to get over $100,000. They had a Healy there. It struggled to get over $50,000. So the cars are coming down to the point where the hype's not there as much as it was, but the values are there. So basically what you have to do is you have to figure, if it costs X number of dollars to restore a car, let's say it's uh, 1,000 hours at 100 bucks an hour, it's 100 grand, okay? Now that's kind of what it can cost. You know, we're talking restoration, we're talking nuts and bolts. We're not talking about reconditioning a car, you know? And a lot of cars just get slicked and reconditioned. There's a lot of them there that look like washboards. And I crawled underneath a whole bunch of them. And some of them were pretty nice. So the one you want to look for is the car that was really, really, really done really, really well. And when you buy the car, let's say you pay $50,000, $60,000, you're paying really 50% or maybe as much, whatever, depending on when the car was restored. But you're buying the car for the cost of the restoration, let's say, or the reconditioning. And basically, you're getting the car for free. Because if you have to spend the money to get these cars done, it's, it's unbelievable. And I will tell you that it's getting harder and harder and harder to get these cars restored, and it's costing more and more and more to get these cars restored, even if you just want to get a simple paint job. You know, somebody says five grand, 10 grand. Realistically, it's about a $2,500, $3,500 deal, you know. Um, but there is a lot of time. I can tell you myself, when I'm working on my own cars, it's spend a little bit of time to, you know, hours and hours and hours on just itty bitty little things that you're doing in the car, and you go, wow, now if that was a shop and I had to pay for that at 75 to $100 an hour, that'd be a lot of money. You know, repair shops get $100 plus an hour. Body shops are only $45, $50 an hour, $60 an hour, if that. But a restoration shop's going to get $75 to $100 an hour. So if you can get one somebody to do a car for $75 an hour, you're doing pretty good. The going rate's over 100 now. The problem is, is trying to find somebody that can do that. So, but uh, we are going to have an interesting show for you this evening. We're actually going to be talking about Scottsdale Collector Car Week because that starts now. As I speak, as I sit here in Clearwater, Florida, everybody else is in Scottsdale going to all the auctions. Now, I have a gentleman coming on in a few minutes. Uh, he's involved in one of the events that's taking place. He was a guest on our show last year. This is a really cool event. It's a charity event. It's a hangar party, and hangar parties are pretty popular. So we'll be having uh, – Scott will be joining us here in a little bit. In the meantime, I want to uh, – Let's just say, uh, tell you all your friends to tune into Nostalgia Grading Cars. We're going to be here for another 30 minutes or so. So uh, on that note, I think what Tommy's going to do is fire up a song. And this song came out right around this time of year, 1970, 50 years ago. It's hard to believe it was 1970. And I'm dedicating this song to my wife because today happens to be my 37th anniversary. So this goes out to my little bride, Teresa. She's all you'd ever want She's the kind I'd like to flaunt And take to dinner But she always knows her place She's got style, she's got grace She's a winner She's a lady Whoa, whoa, whoa She's a lady Talking about that little lady 
easy Well, she knows me through and through And she knows just what to do And how to please me Looking for car shows? Then look no further than flacarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, flacarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at flacarshows.com. Okay, we're back, and this, uh, you're tuning into Nostalgia Queen of Cars. It's time to introduce our uh, alumni guest for the evening. I'm delighted to welcome back to Nostalgia Queen of Cars. The, uh, well, I'm going to say he's uh, one of the influential people involved with the Arizona Jet Center Foundation. I'm delighted to welcome back Scott Ingebretson. Did I pronounce it right, Scott? You did just fine. Thank you very much. Hey, buddy. How you been? Yeah, I've been good. Working my tail off, but, you know, that's what putting the back together is all about. Yeah, well, you know what's funny because you were on our show last year, and uh, I was out there. It was it was a great event, and uh, so I'm only guessing it's going to be better this year. We strive to improve every single year. We've uh, relocated to a different hangar, so please check the website for the correct address. Oh, uh, it's not too far from where we were, but it's a smaller hangar. We've got some new partners with us this year. Um, it's a smaller but nicer hangar, and we're actually really excited about it. Uh, actually got most things set up, so it's looking really good. Okay. So give us some yeah. of the highlights. Give us some of the highlights, the good stuff. Tell uh, everybody why hangar parties are so special. Well, it, it, it's, it's the fun to convert a hangar into a lifestyle fun event. Mm-hmm. And to come to a place where you can get into private jets, uh, pretend you're in the jet life, you know, jet set lifestyle, um, we got some terrific cars from a 37 Bugatti to a uh, mid 30s uh, Bentley. We got some, uh, we got, we're doing a Ford versus Ferrari theme. We got, Ooh. you know, the, the, actually in Superformance, we actually provided some of the cars for the for the movie, is providing uh, the GT40. Um, and uh, just some, some really fun and, and special cars. Um, this year, the exciting thing is we partnered up with uh, the, the, the people that are hosting us is AeroCare. They're a medical transport company. Okay. They do air ambulance services. Um, the charity we're benefiting this year is called Wings of Humanity, and they are also a medical transport for children at no cost. So they are raising money to, to cover the expenses of uh, flying kids wherever they need to be. They've literally just been offered, they've been in business for about five years, they're operational for about six months. I've had a couple of good flights with uh, kids from here in the Scottsdale area. Flew to specialist doctors around the country to get specialized treatment. And that's what it's all about, is how do we help out kids? How do we help out the charities that we're, we're benefiting? Um, we at the Jet Center Foundation formed ourselves as a, as a 501c nonprofit, literally so that the dollars that we bring in, um, you know, we cover the basic expenses of what we have, we have to pay for, and then every other dollar goes to the charity. And so we've got the Wings of Humanity. Um, there's also a, um, a, a an organization called Soul Dog Lodge that's uh, building a campus down close to Tucson, a town called Marana, um, and 
couple of their specialties that they're working on is they'll take a rescue dog, do the, do the training for it, and provide it to our military vets as a therapy dog or a service dog. And, you know, how do you, how do you go wrong when you're, when you're helping out, you know, needy kids that need really important medical treatment and, um, you know, dogs that are going to go to vets. And, and there's so much more that they're doing, but I don't want to take all day trying to explain what they're all about. But um, we got some great partners here with the uh, Jet Center event. Um, and we just like throwing a you know, great party. We've got two good wineries coming out. we got a local one called uh, Desert Rock Winery. Guy's got a great background. He's been in the industry for 25, 30 years from Behringer and other, you know, small ones. And then uh, Adobe Road Winery, Kevin Butler is a former uh, race driver. You may have heard his name. And he's started a winery. He's got some terrific wines that are coming out. Um, and they're, they're representing there. So, um, you know, that's some great food, some live music, some fashion and artists. Uh, you know, James Caldwell's coming out to do some artwork for us. And, you know, it's just, it's just a lifestyle, casual. Sit back, enjoy a glass of wine or a cocktail, and, and have some food, mingle with your friends, look at some great planes, look at some great cars, have a good time. Excellent, excellent. Now, generally, yeah. as a rule, how many people usually attend an event like this? Um, we usually get in that neighborhood of 300. Okay. That's what we're, we're looking for. We will cap out at five. We'll have to, you know, shut the door at, at, if we get to 500. Mm-hmm. Um, we got four competing events this year, um, so I don't think we're going to hit, hit that 500 number. Um, but it, it, there's, there's going to be plenty of room to, to come and mingle and, and talk and sit down and enjoy yourself. Well, excellent. I'm uh, looking forward to it, and uh, I think you guys do a good job. Now, are you tied in at all with uh, the Concorso Italiano? Because you're based out of uh, Washington as well, right up there with Tom and everybody? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. Tom McDowell is the owner of Concorso Italiano. Mm-hmm. And he and I and my business partner with the Jet Center, uh, Katrina Couch, have been working together since, oh, was it 2008 or nine, something like that, when he bought the company. Mm-hmm. And so we've been the marketing team for Concorso Italiano, um, that's the really cool event in Monterey. That's multiple the size of this, and that takes a whole lot more work to put that one. <laughs> we joke that, we joke that this, this is just a glorified cocktail party here in Monterey, because that one, you know, you're talking, you know, a thousand cars, eight thousand people, they've got a set of tents, and, you know, the golf course and all that kind of stuff. Here, we're just putting tables up inside of an aircraft hangar and, and, and bringing in the, the, the features. So, uh, but yeah, we've been working on that, and that was. Kind of the spark that we have for doing the Jet Center event is uh, the people that have been to Monterey. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a handful of really great events. They get all, all the auctions, of course. You got the races at Laguna Seca, but you got the, the Wednesday night Jet Center event. You know, McCall's at the, the Monterey Airport. You got Quail. You got, of course, Italiano. You got Pebble Beach. That, those are kind of the, the biggies. And we're looking out here at, at Arizona going, nobody's doing a hangar event out here. It's really not a, a big, you know, McCall style. Um, Jet Center event and, and taking advantage of the hangar. And Scottsdale Airport is packed with planes right now, so it's, it's pretty pretty fun. Um, <laughs> but we thought, well, let's 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 pursue this opportunity, uh, make the best of it. So we're we made it a nonprofit. We're bootstrapping it. Uh, you know, I'm not a wealthy man. I don't have a couple million dollars to, you know, to, to fund the, the marketing and all the things that we do. We're just we're we're putting things together, and um, it's growing. It's growing steady. We're excited about what we do. We have a lot of fun with that. I mean, I think I've said that fu- word fun probably 20 times. No, it? no. We but really, we enjoy what we're doing. Well, yeah. this is the whole thing. It's about the experience, the fun, the people, the camaraderie, people with like minds. And like you said, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. 
And there will be some some really cool people here that I can't mention their name because they don't want to be, be advertised. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some media people. There's uh, uh, a possibility of one of the local TV stations coming out because they're covering the wings of humanity and the things they're doing really, really well. Um, and, uh, um, you know, some of our people are, are connected with some of the names you would recognize here in the Valley. And hopefully they're going to come out and at least pay a visit. And, uh yeah, get to rub some elbows and take some selfies with some, some celebrities. There you go. Well, now, RK, what yeah. time does this big shindig start now for us, uh, Scott? Oh, yeah, of course. We, we moved it a little bit from last year. We're moving it later into the evening, so we're starting at 5 o'clock okay. and going till 9 o'clock. Okay. Um, just, and that's just based on the feedback we've been getting from people who are coming. Of, last year we did 4 to 7. It's like, well, it's over so quick, and now i gotta, am I going to go to dinner? Well, here, we're going to provide enough food. You can sit down and have your meal and have, have dinner and Excellent. Yeah, it's not a, a sit-down sit thing, but there'll be plenty of food uh, to come and enjoy. And, and like I said, good wine and carbonati vodka is going to be here. And Bray Italian beer and just really cool stuff. Well, now, see, last time, yeah. if I remember correctly, you had some really tasty Italian spicy food there. So uh, what's on the menu this time? <laughs> no, and, and, hey, I got a real weakness for Italian food. Trust me. Uh, I love Italian cars and I love Italian food. Yeah, we, we got some great Italian food. Uh, we work with Pasta Brioni down here in Scottsdale. Uh-huh. Uh, they're a really great family Italian restaurant. And, I mean, everything is authentic as you get. I've yet to have something that I didn't go, wow, this is fantastic from the first time, time I, I took a bite of their food. Uh-huh. Uh, we got the, some chicken martini. We got some vegan options. We got uh, roasted peppers, uh, um, tortellinis, dumplings. The other one, fun thing we got is there's a, a gentleman that's been uh, part of uh, Concorso Italiano. His name is Papa Vince. Um, he does authentic Italian olive oil and balsamic vinegar. Ooh. And so he heard about what we were doing uh, through working with him at Concorso Italiano. And he goes, I want to be part of this. He said, we'd love to. What do you want to do? He's like, tell you what, I'm going to create some authentic Italian appetizers and have my... Uh, my product available. Everybody gets a little sample of it in their gift bag, but uh, he's going to be creating some things. I'm not even sure what he's what he's got on the menu, but I, I, he's another one. Like, I've yet to have him uh, put together something that I don't just go, wow, way to go, stuff. I know he's done good, good stuff. Excellent. Well, why don't you give out the information so people that uh, are listening they can either let's follow you or if they can get out there, uh, you know, they can find out a little bit more about uh, what the uh, Arizona Jet Center Foundation is all about and now, the hand uh, party. Yeah, the, the, the simple thing is uh, go to jetcentereventscom jetcentereventscom um, We are at the AeroCare Hangar, which is at 15827-15827, North 80th Street, number 400. If you know Scottsdale at all, we're just, just south of the, the uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. If you know where that Browns Auto place is at, look for the signs. You're going to see them out there, and we're just, it's, it's, uh, just right around the corner from there. Um, fun little hangar, fun place. Come on out, five to nine. Um, and uh, I tell you what, what I'm going to do is give me about 30 minutes, and anybody listening to this that wants to come, I'm going to set up a promo code, and uh, I'll give them 20 bucks off just for listening to this, and if they come tomorrow night. Okay, does that work for you? No, that's excellent. That's excellent. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm going to call it NRS for uh, Nostalgic Radio Show, and the number 20. NRS 20, you're going to get $20 off your, your the event tomorrow night. So we want to... We want to support you, and because you're supporting us, that's what it's all about, is helping each other out. Very good. Very good. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. You bet. You uh, bet. So there, there's uh, going to be some premiums here. In previous years, we've done silent auctions and tried that. Like, you know, we're going to just keep it real simple. we got some really nice donors 
donating everything from bottles of wine to uh, uh, I got a, a, a model uh, Ferrari car. Oh. Um, and our, our, our big daddy is we got uh, a flight donated to go up to Devil's Tower Golf up in Wyoming. So it's two days of golf and lodging in their lodge, you know, lunch at, the, at their newly renovated restaurant with a historic bar. It's, just, it's a really cool trip. It's things worth probably 20000 bucks when you do, you know, it's a private they're going to take a, a Falcon 400 to fly up there from Scottsdale. Ooh. You know, mutually agreed upon time. And you know what? We're going to you get, give $12,000 to the charities. We're going to get this really, really cool special flight for you. So with lodging and flight and, and golf and meals and stuff. Um, so that's the kind of things we're going to do. And rather than doing a, in, you know, an auction, because how many auctions can you go to, right? And, you know, the side <laughs> of auction is kind of goofy. And like just, you know, we, we, we want people to say, you know what? I, I want to help out these charities. You see the good stuff they're doing. And let's just open up the pocketbooks and get some money in their pockets. And so they can go focus on taking care of the kids and taking care of the dogs and let us raise the money for them. Excellent. Well, you know what? We're going to have to sit there and have a talk because you might have to come out here and do something like this, uh, like your Jet Center Front here and um, during Amelia Island and uh, Florida. I, I went to Amelia Island my, my first time in 2019 yeah. for that ex- exact purpose to kind of scope it out and see is, is it something that makes sense to happen. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know a lot of people in Florida, so uh, this might be the opportunity that we start uh, pursuing this. So, well, absolutely, it's a time to talk about that. Let me know. I can probably hook you up. <laughs> I would like that a lot. All right, Scott, I'm going to let you go. I want to thank you very much. I want to thank my special guest, Scott Ingebretson. I think I pronounced it right again. Yeah, I'm getting better at it. With the uh, Arizona Jet Setter Foundation. Uh, Scotty, we'll see you tomorrow night. Very good. Look forward to it. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Yeah, really, you stop and think about that. I mean, you know, you hop a plane in the morning, and uh, you're there in a couple, you know, three, four hours, and next thing you know, you're wandering around Scottsdale, and it's, uh, like, amazing. Hey, Tommy, what do you got in that uh, turntable? Let's play a little, another 1970s song. And uh, this was kind of like uh, when I first moved to Florida here. and some of that. It's, uh, Actually, we had Michael McHenry on our show here. This is, uh, grab, no, this. You don't. Well, you got the wrong one, but that's okay. We'll play this one. This is Krabby Appleton, and I think it's, uh, what's the name of the song? Gets, gets, uh, gee whiz. Uh, Tommy. Go back. Go back. That's it. I'll be okay. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, we're going to go back to Scottsdale here in a few minutes. So, uh, hey, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. He's the one. 
maybe owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car's been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. We're back, and you're tuning into Nostalgia Radio and Cars, and uh, I want to thank Scott for coming on the show. They got a really cool event, and I got to tell you, hangar parties are kind of cool. I mean, they're just different, and they they talk about lifestyle, and you, know, you got that's kind of a you know lifestyle. Well, you know, it's just uh, it's an event, it's an experience, it's just high end stuff. Really nice people, everybody's there in a good mood, everybody's having a good time, and it's just what's neat about it is is think of it kind of like you're going out to a club or something like that. But hey, you're surrounded by jets, airplanes. Uh, fine foods, wine, everything's just right there. It's wide open. I mean, you can find a little corner. You can mingle. You can hang out. Uh, it's just, it, they're a lot of fun. I truly like them. I hope they do do one again here in Amelia Island because uh, they're a blast. In fact, uh, next month is the uh, Boca Grande Concourse, Boca Raton Concourse. And DuPont always puts on a major, major, major event there. And their hangar party is outstanding as well. It's, anyway, all right, so let's talk about Scottsdale Collector Car Week. Next week, wow, uh, this month, we kind of like leading up to it. And uh, I can tell you, and I repeat this every year, that the Scottsdale Collector Car Week is like, uh, it's got to be on your bucket list, guys. You got to start there. Then the next event is Amelia Island, which is in March, and it's moved up a week now. It's the first week in March. Normally, it's the second week in March. And then the Monterey Collector Car Week, which is always the third week in August. And then, of course, SEMA, which is always the first week in November, end of October. Now, those are the four major events that you really want to go to where it's – if you're in the cars, it's a happening scene, man, as they say. But anyway, so Scottsdale Collector Car Week, kick it off uh, tomorrow. Let's see. The auction worldwide has their auction, and it starts in the afternoon. The preview is during the day, so that's a lot of fun. Really cool cars there. Probably got a couple hundred cars. They've got a good mix. They've got some collector cars. They've got some Shelbys, some Bosses, some Cadillacs, some Lincolns. They got some Duesenbergs. They got Porsches. They got Jaguars. They got lots of Ferraris, Aston Martins, all kinds of cool stuff. Check them out. Worldwide auctions. Dot com, and their auctions in the evening. Okay, so here's the deal. So you go to the Arizona Jet Center Foundation party. You start that at five o'clock. You hang out there. You do some uh, meeting and greeting, and you talk to a bunch of people. And then you head on over to uh, Worldwide's auction because it starts around five o'clock. Gets going pretty good. Then on uh, Thursday. Now keep in mind, all this time, Bear Jackson, I believe, starts on today or tomorrow. And uh, their auction goes all week long. They've got, I don't know, 15, 1,600 cars there. It's just absolutely amazing. And again, Barrett Jackson, not that I'm partial to anybody, okay, because I'm in the media. i got to be neutral. I'm friends with everybody. But Barrett Jackson in Scottsdale is by far the show of shows. It is the auction of auctions. And you got to give it to him, you know. But keep in mind, he was the first kid on the block. It's kind of like Microsoft or Apple, or Ford. You know, your first kid on the block, you know, you're it. You set the trend. You know, everybody else follows. You know, they can get close, but they're the leaders, okay? And uh, Scottsdale's their home turf. So 
when you go up there, I mean, you see all the stuff on TV. Until you've been there in person, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. It is just truly, truly an experience because there's everything there. And when they use the term, we hear this all the time, there's something there for everybody. There truly is. The vendors, the cars, the entertainment. Um, and they do. They've got a lot of entertainment there. Just the whole thing. I mean, it truly is. The, if you want to call it the Barrett-Jackson campus, it's amazing. Um, you can learn anything and everything you want to know about cars. You can meet anybody and everybody you want to know about cars or that's involved in cars. Shelby's doing a big thing. They're doing an introduction there. Scott uh, Black from Timepiece is doing a uh, promotional thing there with, uh, with Craig Jackson, and they're having a special um, press release on Thursday morning, and they're introducing the Little Red which is the 68 Shelby experimental car. And there was three experimental cars in 67 that wound up being 68 cars, ultimately. And that's the Green Hornet, Little Red, and, of course, the 67 Shelby convertible, the, the prototype for that car. So those, the uh, Green Hornet and Little Red will be there. Now, uh, at SEMA last year, Craig brought the Green Hornet. We did a little story on that car. And um, there was an interview there and a, and, a, and a press conference, and that was pretty cool. And then now they're going to unveil the uh, Red Hornet, or the Little Red. And that was a car that was found in a desert. They thought that car was gone. But guess what? Lo and behold, it was there. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Bear Jackson is definitely the place you want to be. But in addition to that, Russo and Steel, they've got their auction going. And they're in their old location right off the 101. And we had... Uh, uh, my friend Drew on last week or the week before, and we talked about that a little bit. You've got uh, Bottoms Auction, which is also on Thursday, and uh, that's during the daytime. That's a pretty cool auction, high-end auction, really nice cars, very reserved, and some of the best of the best. Gooding Auction is Friday and Saturday. Their preview is on Thursday. Some amazing cars. I'm really, really partial to Gooding because they got some pretty cool stuff. They got a lot of vintage Porsches there. They got a Volkswagen collection going through there. And they got some modern day muscle cars and some modern day supercars going through there. Just a good mix of cars. Leak Auction, the inaugural event. I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So they've got, I think, somewhere around 700 cars. Um, Craig, or excuse me, uh, Gary Bennett was on our show here last month talking a little bit about Leak. So that should be really, really cool. Now, if you don't go to the auctions, if you don't go to the auctions off Indian Bend Road, which is right off the 101, and in between there and Scottsdale Boulevard, is the Pavilion Car Show. And that starts on Saturday. Actually, it starts Friday night at midnight because people get there so early. Cars, People actually go there, drop their cars off to get a parking spot, and then ride home with somebody else. And then it starts first thing in the a.m. And there's thousands of cars and thousands and thousands of people that walk through there. And when I say thousands and thousands and thousands of people, it's, uh, I'd say, three, 4,000 people easily go through there. And pretty amazing. Maybe more than that. Cars come and go all day long, and it's all day. And the weather is perfect. And there's not only just cool cars to stare at. There's cool cars there to buy. A lot of guys are bringing stuff, so look out for for sale signs. And keep in mind, a lot of those cars are Western cars. I mean, you know. Uh, to quote Jeff Allen, the best is in the West. Or actually, I should say to quote uh, um, Jim Morrison. Because Jim Morrison did that one of his songs. The best is in the West. But those are rust-free you know, Arizona, California, Nevada, New Mexico, Wyoming cars that have had no exposure to nasty, nasty, cold, salt-sprayed streets and salt water. So pretty cool stuff. 
And uh, and you never know what's there. I mean, a couple of years ago, I was actually walking through the parking lot. Of all things I ran into was a 72 Ranchero GT, identical to mine, except this was a factory four-speed. Mine's a factory Cobra J car also, but mine was converted. But this car was the same color, white, orange stripe, flat blacked out hood. Pretty cool. And uh, I thought that was kind of neat. And the price wasn't really that bad. It was like 25000 bucks, which, you know, hey, that's not bad for a Ranchero. I think it's a good number. And... Um, I mean, but there's everything there, you know. If you're in the Chevelles or Chevelles, you're Camaros, Camaros, Pontiacs, Pontiacs, Trans Ams, I mean, Mopars, you name it, they're all out there. Everything is out there. Everybody is out there. Also, you know, there's a lot of places out there, shops that have open house. So you get to go to all these really cool, um, let's just say, custom shops, speed shops, uh, restoration shops. I think we had Bogey on our show here a couple of years ago. She's with All Girls Garage. She has an open house, and she's got a pretty cool shop there. She's the one that did that really wicked, uh, might have been a Chevy truck, and she put a BMW drivetrain underneath it, which I thought was pretty cool, because she was a BMW mechanic at one point in time. But, like, again, yeah, you're going to see uh, Chrissy Lee will be there, Dave Kendig will be there, I'm sure Richard Rollins will be walking around there, Jay Lynn will be there, so every Wayne Carini, everybody you see on TV is going to be at one of those events, more than likely at Bear Jackson, because that's the hub where everybody hangs out. But uh, I was at Worldwide a couple years ago, and all of a sudden you go, woo! You know, Richard Rollins walks in. So, you know, and he stole the show. It's Richard Rollins, it's Gas Monkey Garage. You know, what are you going to do? He's a pretty cool dude. So I had a couple extra drink tickets, and guess what I did? I gave him my drink tickets because I was off to another event. In fact, I was off to the Arizona Jet Center party. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Definitely got to put it on your bucket list. Amazing stuff. Cars, guys, let me tell you something. Today, Tomorrow, the next day, whatever you want, buy a classic car. If you've got any questions, don't, feel, don't be afraid to give us a call here at Nostalgic Radio Cars or go to our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, and uh, we'll help you out. You know, We do uh, appraisals, pre-purchase inspections, cool cars, You know, whatever floats your boat. Buy something that puts a smile on your face. Don't worry about the car. Just make sure it runs and drives and does everything you want it to do. And it doesn't have to be the right color. It doesn't have to be uh, everything, 100%. But it's got to be close. But the main thing is put a smile on your face. Get yourself a nice driver quality car. I can tell you that when I was at the auction this past weekend at Meekum, and it was pretty amazing, people were selling really, really, really nice cars. And they were basically going back out to buy nice drivers. Because, you know, you don't want a trailer queen. You just sit there behind a car in a chair at a, at a car show, and you're trapped there all day long. Drive the cars, man. Everybody says that. Drive the cars. Buy a driver. Thrash on it. Do what we did back in the days, man. You know, that's pretty far out stuff. Anyway, on that note, don't forget to check out flacarshows.com. You can find out what's going on in Florida with all the car shows and stuff. You know, a lot of neat stuff. But next week, no, not next week, this week, Scottsdale Collector Car Week. Follow me on Facebook. I'll be taking pictures and doing all kinds of cool stuff. I want to be at all those events that I can get my uh, get myself into. In the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning into Nostalgia Getting Cars. Don't forget, every Tuesday night here on the Tantalk Radio Network, you can find out what's going on kind of in the car world. We've got some pretty interesting guests coming on. We've got some musicians coming on in the future this year. We've got some pretty cool people coming on this year. we got our 10-year anniversary coming up. And, you know... This is the place you want to come to and tune in every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports and music. Hey, in the meantime, I want to see you guys at some of the car shows. Stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family.
WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.